Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and today I was scheduled to be with at WSC Dub, but due to circumstances outside my control, just, you know, stay strong, don't let the bastards grind you down, of course, like I say, the door is always open to the WR, but yes, unfortunately she will not be appearing, but today we are still going to bring you all the fun and games that you know for a takeover pre-show. Of course, we're going to run through the car. We're going to have the latest news. And in addition to that, have three classic NXT TakeOver matches on the build-up towards NXT TakeOver 30. I am James Rowlands, and today it's the WNR 303. It's NXT TakeOver 30, and it's the pre-show. Now, first and foremost, TakeOvers always deliver. So that should be a great one. And uh, and what better way to start than going back to the WNR 66, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. 2. And in the main event, it was the NXT champion Samoa Joe. Face Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. Everything about Shinsuke Nakamura is different, but it gets inside his opponent's heads, not to mention the most dangerous striker in the game. If I want to be the champion, I have to be the best. Shinsuke, congratulations on another impressive victory. I am incredibly pleased to announce that the main event that NXT TakeOver will be Samoa Joe defending his NXT Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura is an undeserving contender. When I wanted my opportunity at the NXT Championship, you made me jump through every hoop that you had. I had to battle and lay waste to everybody on this roster to get an opportunity to win this championship. And at TakeOver Brooklyn, I'm going to do the very same to Shinsuke Nakamura. That is, of course, unless I see Shinsuke before then, because he might not make it to Brooklyn at all. I'm not hard to find, but Samajo shouldn't worry. I will find him when I want to. Nakamura is here! It's a volatile situation. And security getting in between Nakamura and Samoa Joe. Blatant disrespect for the champ by the king. Okay, was this a game, man? What? What, you wanna play? I'm gonna beat the respect into you. You don't know what respect is. Shinsuke. You don't know. If you want it, you gotta take it. And I got it. 
no mind games when I'm choking you unconscious in the middle of that ring. I am the NXT champion. I will destroy Shinsuke Nakamura. I know Shinsuke me. I will be NXT champion. Champion. It is main event time and it is Samoa Joe, the NXT champion going against Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. We're over for a new champion. It's just well it's nearly three o'clock in the morning here now. So we're uh, getting a little bit tired but we're building for it. It's a match we'll be looking forward to, Dan. And how uh, um, I've asked you how excited you are. And Dan thoughts going into the main event now after the cards we've seen and what's left. Well, judging by the rest of the card it's got a lot to live up to. Um, I don't know. I'm, I've no idea how it's going to go down between them. To be honest, I don't know if Shinzuki's going to meet matching Joe. It could well go down like that. You yeah. know, we've not seen. We have seen the dominant side of Joe of recent. You know, he's been making people pass out. And is Shinsuke Nakamura's confidence going to derail him, or is his confidence going to be the thing that pushes him over against Joe yeah I mean are we going to see a different side of Joe has Nakamura unleashed like the monster that we're going to see Joe retain I mean we've seen how angry he is in recent weeks like you say about the respect and uh, he's looking to take out Nakamura tonight so without further ado let's have a look at the promo video between these two men <sighs> what a great promo video that was Dan oh hang on I've got your calendar <laughs> <coughs> yeah what a great promo video that was Dan yeah, and we see the history between Joe and Balor and Shinsuke and now Balor. You know, yeah, they yeah. both toppled the man who's been given the main event push. But Shinsuke managed to do it in one attempt as Joe took three. Yeah, that's true. So it'll be interesting. But Joe was arguing that it took him a longer road to hold to be NXT champion. Nakamura's just kind of come in with one or two victories, as Joe said, and got the main event, whereas Joe thought he had to work harder. But... I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like I say, how it does pan out. And a good promo, it's good to see them using, you know, the training and everything like that, taking it serious sports contest as well. Of course, in the crowd, we see Foley, and that's the new show starting. We're going to watch out the WWE Network as well. Holy Foley reality show. And Finn Balor as well. Soon to be future Universal Champion. Or not, is the case. We'll see what happens with predictions. Well, uh, predictions ain't going to choose it it's going to be the match it's going to be the match to choose it but we'll see who gets it right with predictions anyway but Balor's here former NXT champion like I said defeated, been defeated by both men and this is Lee England Jr and he's uh, playing as we see the violin now and is very special entrance for Shinsuke Nakamura we haven't seen anything less before we talk about it being the Wrestlemania of NXT and what performance and as he plays the crowd absolutely lights up <laughs> A special entrance for a special superstar. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck it> hell. <laughs> Nakamura makes his entrance. And he does that indeed. It's quite the dramatic entrance. Quite the dramatic character though, you know. He's he's eccentric. Yeah. You know, it suits his character well and I think it's brilliant. He's, he's just such a star as well. Nakamura has taken the spot. We talk about Finn Balor with his demon entrance. You cunt. <laughs> Not about Finn Balor well, being so, so. No, go on, Dan. 
Well, I was just saying, do you think Finn Balor heeded the way for other wrestlers to make their dramatic entrance? I see, you know, like Bobby Roode had his dissension from perfection, I suppose. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And Bailey had a inflatable flailing hand, guys. I think it's, I think it's might be in part. We got to remember, like WrestleMania entrances has always been quite grand as well. And Balor brought it like demon, but it's just Nakamura's taken the place so well. You kind of forgotten about Balor, and that's not a, you know, that's just not a bad thing to say because Nakamura is just such star quality. And have an entrance like that when you think, oh, Nakamura can't really do anything special with the entrance. Like Balor does have the demon. Like to to do that now is just it's star quality as well by Nakamura, and the crowd sing along as well. And he is the fir- firm favourite and good performance as well by. Uh, Whoever I said it was, John Jones. Yeah, John. J- Wait a minute, just because he's black. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Just <laughs> <laughs> Denzel Washington, you can't yeah. sort it out. Now, fantastic. We've never seen an entrance like that before, I think. Nah, well played there by Will Smith. <laughs> well played. His name's not Will Smith. It's Lee England Junior. I remember his name because it's got a country in it. E Junior. <sighs> so Nakamura makes his way to the ring. We see the crowds. We see the crowd. We see the signs. Nakamura's a firm favourite here and just so different as well we've never seen anything like Nakamura that's why we're such big fans completely unique he is the first ever <laughs> he's the one and only Nakamura yeah and even though the streak is over for me at NXT events my W Paper streak is still alive we'll talk about that at SummerSlam anyway that's completely irrelevant no well still I, I still need to hold Saint dear but it's still a chance Dan <laughs> that you might not be the outright winner in this one if Joe does win the match then Jad We'll tie with you on predictions. Um, as long as I've snatched victory from your sweaty grasp mm-hmm. and destroyed your streak, your beloved cherished streak that you have gone on, it's become a part of you since mm. the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And yeah, I've just taken it. Wow. Okay, yeah. And uh, of course, main event but as well. We've still got a match to enjoy. But if Nakamura wins, you'll get the perfect score as well. You'll get six out of six, and that will prove obviously that it's better to have luck than judgment. So well, it's better, it's to to have a <laughs> well, it's better to have a flash. Yeah, you pulled your. I took my lucky T-shirt off today. The lucky red leather jacket. Dan had a plan. He said to me, "Change your T-shirt," because he knew it was a valid T-shirt. I will never make that mistake again, ladies but and gentlemen. Did I put that into fruition right away, James? You didn't know. You just took your time. Did I wait until the end of the last like pay-per-view? A, like a poison. And then the next one, it started, I believe. Mm, did. You fucked me. You fucked me hard, Dan. What, you were at the next pay-per-view, James? I am wearing the fucking... Oh, my God. I'm not making taking any chances. So that's a more spectacular entrance. And now we see the NXT champion, Samoa Joe. And what an entrance. <laughs> And Shinsuke Nakamura's winning 1-0 in entrances. <coughs> well, Joe doesn't need any fireworks, any... It's all fireworks going to go off now. <laughs> he doesn't need he any... He just needs his big badass trumpet. <laughs> all he needs <laughs> is his NXT championship and a towel around his neck to make his entrance. Just walking straight to the wing. wing. Walking straight to the ring. And Joe is in control of his own destiny at the moment, but... Nakamura is undefeated in his own right and it's going to be a difficult job to stop him for Joe but of course we want Nakamura to win I've got Nakamura as well not that it matters but we've been a fan of Nakamura since the very first day we saw him haven't we yeah he's been a complete enigmatic I don't know he's just the way he's taunting Joe I mean like he's laughing in his face and Joe's just getting pissed off it's, and then he relaxes back in the corner slump there and just no, Amazing, he's, it? no, and he's got under Joe's skin as well. So, like I said, psychological. 
But we talk about big fight feels, and this has definitely got a big fight feel about it in Nakamura and Joe. But is an angry Joe a dangerous Joe? It's the most dangerous Joe there is. But Nakamura has gone right into the uh, lion's den and the lion and the bollocks. So we'll see what the lion does tonight. Introductions again. Lights down. Spotlight on Joe and Nakamura. The grandest prize in NXT. I mean, we've seen a hell of a tag team title match. So a hell of a women's match as well. Like I said, Dan, the expectation in this is, is top class and it will be difficult to see a winner, but hopefully it's a classic, you know. I mean, Nakamura, main event of NXT for the first time against Joe, doesn't get any bigger or more exciting than this as an NXT fan at this point in time, does it? It doesn't, no. It's <coughs> the two main faces currently in NXT going for the grandest prize in the game and two completely different characters. Yeah. Built up a lot of heat, both highly regarded outside of NXT. Yeah. Um, you know, the path they've chosen to get is completely different, but it's led them to this moment and it should be an interesting match. It's going to be killer. I mean, look for the stiffness as well. I mean, Joe and Nakamura aren't going to hold back in this one. And the crowd is singing along with Nakamura's theme song. And you can, you can, you know, on your one hand, you can count how many times <laughs> fans have done that. Joe backing Nakamura off in the corner. Joe backing Nakamura off in the corner. It's not easy to say. And Nakamura, Joe, what do you think Nakamura needs to do to win this? He needs to stay out of Joe's clutches. And he, I don't know, I think he just needs to keep his high-paced, athletic kicks and he don't want to get drawn in to Joe's submission game. Yeah, he's got to be careful of Joe's submission in. Nakamura might not tap, but he could pass out. And we see already, changing kicks and then Joe slapping Nakamura. This might be the best Joe we see. I see the rest of it, see a lot of Japanese hybrid wrestling in here. Go for the cover and Joe fighting on top. We've mentioned it before, they're going to the like sort of MMA style, trying to grapple for position. Neither man getting the edge, but you know, both men managing to fight each other off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's such a realistic feel to it as we saw in the training as well in the promo video, like the NXT Championship. What it means to be, you know, the champ who has to be the best, what you need to go into it and like. Uh, you know, style is with these two. You could see a quick knockout if one of them connected with like the big kick or something like that as well. You know, but if it's going to be a big quick out, you can see it coming more from Joe than you can Nakamura. I don't know. I mean, Nakamura. I mean, it's Nakamura. <laughs> Fucking hell, Nakamura. I mean, don't forget about his finisher. The um, bear with Kin Kinshasa. K I N S H A S A. Kinshasa. With that big knockout kick he's got, damn, you don't know. What's going to happen? True that. And Joe working on the just the hand, trying to break the fingers. And you ever, you ever tried picking up your teeth with broken fingers? I'm going to try. <coughs> but you take away that hand, you take away Nakamura's strong striking ability. And what you might see in here for the first time as well is that Nakamura had it. Not easy, not like Joe saying, I mean the battle match is that, but he's going to be in a lot of trouble in this match you know it's, it's going to be as much defence as his offence so to speak isn't there as opposed to it will be Nakamura yeah oh yeah Nakamura's not going to have it easy but then Joe's not going to have it easy as well I think it's going to take a lot to keep Nakamura down I know he's a lot smaller than Joe but yeah he's I don't know he's just got something about him that he's not going to give up easily no but you got to remember Joe like I say he hasn't had the toughest opponents on the way here yeah he had a good match with Rhino but I mean to go against a jobber like Mojo it's not really fair preparation for Joe I think it's really regal again showing that you're not going to put him in a match with a proper wrestler you're going to stick him in with that you know so I think Joe is a bit of a disadvantage but Mojo's a fucking jobber 
I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't care how many kickoff matches he wins. Alright, alright. I'm just saying. We can talk about real wrestlers now. We're talking about Joe, Joe and Nakamura, two of the best, and already each man very sweaty. But perspiration on each man already. Nakamura would have kicked the Joe dodging, and no man really having a great deal of success at the moment, are they? No, both men are still looking quite lively. Neither of them's getting the upper hand just yet, but it's going to take a while to wear one down. I mean, both have got a lot of fight and we've seen it both against Balor. Yeah. Um, you know, you see what they had to go through just to get him down, and these are the men that took him down, so. Yeah, exactly. So it's, this is going to be a tough fight, Nakamura now. Got Joe down in the corner, but Joe rolling to duh, Joe rolling to the outside. Wants to get some separation. Nakamura's not gonna allow that, is he? Allow that. Oh, gets caught. Cool. Joe though, recovering quite quickly. Yeah, pulls Nakamura to the outside, now he's gonna work on the jab. And they're striking a Joe. Do you think Joe's lost any weight since he joined NXT? He's not really stay kind of stay the same size really, hasn't he? Yeah, it's uh, pretty much. Do you think he could benefit from going down a dress size or two? I think it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. You know, I think Joe's build, it wouldn't hurt the cats in the way he was either. And I think it might make a couple of people see him in a better light, you know. I know, because it's interesting. I think Balor did beat him twice at TakeOver events. So it's not like someone must have decided at some point, oh, Joe's not going to be the guy. Or, you know, they're worried about losing Balor and then you have Nakamura coming in there. But you give him some... Longish blonde braids, some glasses, and a nap, and like a sumo belt. You got Rikisha there. And what happened to Rikisha? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Came one of the greatest of all times. He was number one on the WNR50. I mean, who could forget that? Exactly that. You know, you can't take anything away from him. I mean, if it weren't for that big bump he took in the Hell in a Cell, he wouldn't have got to where he reached today. Definite main event. And that time he beat uh, Owen Hart at WrestleMania for the WWE title as well. I mean, who can forget that? WrestleMania 22. What? Well, it's Earth 4 here, isn't it? Fakishi is number one in the world. But back to the match in hand, and that more having some success on Joe. He's got Jake Tully apron and they're hitting him with the knees. Oh, Joe dodges it though, and Shinsuke goes right down to the ground, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I mean, talk about his hand being worked over, the knee as well. Lot of strikes and go on there. Joe's gonna go flying. Oh, throws his whole body through the middle rope there and just shoulder barges Nakamura. And if that was on the inside of the ring, he'd have got a free count. Right yeah, there. I mean Joe is in control now, but we've seen a lot of men flying through the middle rope tonight. But not someone that big in the impact. I mean Joe nearly took out the front row. Definitely move that barrier a few metres up. Yeah, let's keep on sucking. And Joe throws Nakamura back in. Is he gonna go for the pin now? Could have him. Well, he's done the impact you said. And he's going for the cover. Oh, kick out. Oh. I think the first sustainable kick out oh. that we've had on a night that has featured so many classic kick outs. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> no, unbelievable. No, it's just knock forward the knees, but Joe cutting him off. Oh, some big high impact moves there from Joe, following up by a big elbow. Oh, and a close two count, but a kick out. Oh. Joe. Can't get the job done, but he shouldn't get that frustrated. He knows he's going to take a lot to keep Nakamura down. Nakamura is, excuse my language, but a tough son of a bitch. Language, James. Sorry. There's young children present, and uh, that's your girlfriend, but. Oh, you're just upset because you dumped you. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I was like, goddamn kid, this fucking t shirt will burn it. So Joe's standing over Nakamura now, looking down at him. Oof, big kicking Joe. Big kicking Joe now, submission again. Trying to get him, couldn't get him in properly, tries it the other side. 
and Joe having a lot of success in that moment. Joe's having a lot of success against Nakamura. Are you surprised? I'm not really, no, because that's Joe's kind of tactics. He can take a bit of a beating. Um, and, you know, he's good at wearing a man down. Yeah, and like I said, Nakamura's going to sustain punishment if he does want to become an NXT champion. But Joe, at the moment, just worked on the arm and the neck. He's got him in all sorts of bother. But Nakamura managed to get to the middle rope. Brilliant ring awareness. <laughs> just looking down at him like, oh, God. And the fans firmly behind Nakamura. I think it's the only match of the night. Where they've gone for who they should have gone, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Joe and Nakamura and Joe again with submission. And a confident look in Joe's eyes. He's starting to look a bit more confident as he's wearing his opponent down. But as you say, it can only take one big kick from Nakamura and Joe's lights have been switched out. Yeah. And Nakamura trying to build some momentum back in the match. And we know that Joe's not invincible. But yeah. Nakamura so far is. Exactly. Oh, fucking hell. That always goes for you. I uh, didn't go for <laughs> Nakamura Lenny trying to fight out and Joe just completely took his leg out. Oh, power bomb. And Nakamura, no, he gets up, but Joe's not stopping. Boston Crab. <laughs> He's got Nakamura in all sorts of pain. Oh, oh. Joe switches it. STF. <laughs> He's had Nakamura three moves in 30 seconds. And Nakamura, not near the bottom rope at the moment, inching closer. Crossface next. And yeah, he's got it in. Cool it, cool it. Joe, got him in the crossface. Not only is he going to get a perfect score, but he's going to get a perfect answer. <laughs> what he's going to do. <laughs> Nakamura, Nakamura fighting out the submission and go for the pin on Joe. Rolls him up and then hits him with a vicious kick. Oh, he's managing to get some separation from the big guy now. Yeah, if only it's a couple of seconds, he's trying. To, he's managing to get his breath back. Uh, and Joe responded, big kick to Nakamura, but Nakamura seemed to like that. Ooh. Oh, Joe ducks one of the kicks, but puts his head right into another. Well, yeah, the right won't hit you, the left will. And again, both men down now, and it's been a, a tough fight. And i tell you something with NXT events, for me, uh, but I know it is 10 past four, where the fuck it is. They do go quickly when I'm watching them. Do you know what I mean? Past four. 20 past three. 20 past three. They do go quick when I'm watching them. When I'm watching the matches, they seem to go a lot quicker. Sometimes with W pay-per-views, and I shouldn't say it, sometimes it seems it goes a little bit longer. Do you know what I mean? Some matches. Yeah. Whereas with NXT, I don't find any problem with that. But I think these matches are longer, but they're better. The, the quality's better. You know, it tells a better story. Um, you know, again, with these two, you know, there's been no... Thank you, Dan. There's been no definite advantage, you know. It's It's yeah. been one man working the other down. Um, and you know now it's Nakamura in control <coughs> well Nakamura's come back with a big kicks and he hit Joe with a top right turnbuckle move it looked like he was going to go for the back suplex couldn't get it done and Joe catches him now with an inverted atomic drop and a Ooh. big boot to the face tacking, na- taking Nakamura down <laughs> we're going to see a centaur following it up with a centaur oh, yeah. but Nakamura expertly had it scouted and rolls out of the way he does and now he's got Joe it's like a, a front face lock and what's Nakamura going to try and do now with him? I think he's getting up for easily. He's just trying to choke him out. I think Nakamura's so strong. Well, Joe. Joe's even stronger and manages to take Nakamura over. But Nakamura takes Joe out from behind and a brutal knee smash to his head. Fuck it now. And Joe trying to cover up. But he's not going to get much protection there in the second one. And third. Nakamura's opening up now. <laughs> Nakamura. Joe's thinking, fuck it up. Stop getting hit by that knee, please. And Nakamura. Oh. Gets caught by Joe and he just 
takes him down with his one arm. And he does the standard STF there. Nakamoto slams to the bottom. And he is in deep trouble now. Trouble. Samoa Joe. Looks like he's had enough. Might be challenged now. Gonna put him in the corner for the muscle buster, perhaps. Well, that's what won Joe the NXT Championship. We can he hit Nakamura with this? Nakamura fighting out. Nakamura knows what's on the line. So does Joe. Off. Oh, and Nakamura fights out with a drop kick from the second row. <laughs> that right in Joe's face. Both men down again. Unbelievable here. <laughs> proper. Sorry, like, like drop kick. It's like a proper ninja kick in it. <laughs> strikes Nakamura comes up with so innocent. <laughs> They're so innovative, aren't they, James? They really are, Dan. I need to call your dad, then. They really are. So, like, some. You can suck my cock later. Aye, I will, and I'll swallow it again. And there you go. Four after forearm. Tastes like mum. Forearm. Forearms. <laughs> Forearms, yeah, and he punches Joe with a combination, but Nakamura fights back. Then Joe, I think Joe's got the advantage here. Oh, turns Nakamura <laughs> inside out with a strong right hand. <coughs> Joe, power of the punch. Nakamura struggling to get to his feet. Fuck it now. Oh, the discus clothesline, but he gets caught in the armbar by Nakamura, but Joe managing to block it so far. Go on, son. Oh, Nakamura trying to get it in. Joe's in big trouble. Go on, Shinsuke. Break that grip. Well, Joe's trying to keep his hand locked, stop it being extended. That's why Nakamura's trying to fight it. Oh, managing to get some separation, but Joe turns it over. Yeah, Joe's on top. Oh, went for the pin, but Nakamura managed to get shoulder up. Now Joe turned it into a... Texas Lovely, yeah. Bit it by Joe catching Nakamura in about 10th submission move he's had on him. Well, Joe loves his submissions. It's a moment submission machine, he is. That's not easy to say either. Samoan submission machine. Yeah, say that five times really fast. Samoan submission machine. <laughs> Joe trying to catch his breath and he's going to look for the Kikina clutch. No, just a sleeper at the moment. When does a sleeper between he wraps the great bar? <laughs> I have insertion. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get raped. And Nakamura trying to fight out of it. Does so. Rolls, uh, I can't say that word. Rolls Joe over his shoulder. Oh. Runs straight into a big knee. And is that it? And a oh. Ooh, kick out. And Joe looked like he had that one. <laughs> he oh, did. Oh, now he's got the Kikina clutch. <coughs> now he's got the Kikina clutch locked in. He has, and Nakamura's in big, big trouble. Just nearly got knocked out by that knee, and now submission. He hasn't got the legs hooked in properly, and Nakamura can escape. Just close. He's managed to worm his way out of every single submission Joe has to offer. Well, his luck might run out soon. But look at the replay of the knee. Joe is showing why he is so tough. But look at the forearms. I think the, I think the crowd is in a stunned silence. <laughs> just like, fucking hell. They can't believe what's going on between these two men. The stiffness of it all. But Joe's got Nakamura in the corner for another muscle buster attempt. But Nakamura's fighting out of it. And we saw what he done earlier now with a big kick. Trying it again. But Joe. It's too strong for him. He's not giving up this time, is he? Chops on the headbutt. But Nakamura's fighting back just as much. Oh, trying to go for the big suplex and Joe. Oh! Bending <laughs> to back and he just turns Joe inside out. <laughs> Joe lands on his head. And Nakamura now might be looking for the big kick. This could be it. And the fans know what's going on. But oh. Joe... Snap suplex by Orton. <laughs> by Orton? Snap suplex. <laughs> snap, snap suplex. Power slam. 
Power slam by Samoa Joe. It's not two places. <laughs> <laughs> Power slam there by Joe. <laughs> Fight wrong move and the wrong best. One move, one move. Wrong move, wrong wrestler. <laughs> Come on, it's nearly four o'clock in the morning here. And Joe, like you said. That's brilliant, Summer Slam. <laughs> Joe, God. We're funny if Joe went out and hits the sat suit place. You'd be like, Joe with a power slam. <laughs> Uh, and Joe with the power slam there on Nakamura foot was it but kick out mm-hmm. and now he's got him in a corner with the combinations he's going to try and finish it now Nakamura will not stop he fights out of everything but Joe with a step up kick there and I don't think he can fight <laughs> out of that don't think he can he's got him up muscle buster oh hits it this could be it Joe Vitano oh. <laughs> kick out <laughs> <laughs> Samoa Joe <laughs> thought he'd retained his NXT Championship but Nakamura kicks out with a last breath gasp I kicked out with him fucking hell Nakamura's fight he's got left in him Joe thought he had the job done and the fans <laughs> chanting Nakamura's song trying to keep him in it I don't think Joe can believe it uh oh second muscle buster it will be all over for Nakamura no he's going to roll out of it land over onto his feet get a kick he's caught he saved himself. Boom! Run at me. He hits a big kick, and this could be it. No! Oh, kick out. Uh uh-huh. Joe kicks out. Uh-huh. No, Nakamura kicks out. Uh-huh. No, Joe kicked out. <laughs> no. Yeah, Nakamura Joe did. with a big kick. Yeah. Fucking hell, Joe. All right, all right. Wrestler. All right, all right. <laughs> with a big kick, and I thought that was it, but Joe did manage to kick out. Uh-huh. And Nakamura, what's left in the tank for both men, each hitting the finishes on another. <coughs> Nakamura, second rope now. And <laughs> he kicks him in the back. And this could be it now. Are we moments away from a new NXT champion? Go on, Shinsuke. And he kicks him to the face. Sami, one, two, three. <laughs> and Nakamura is the new NXT champion. What a moment here. Fucking hell. <laughs> <coughs> Nakamura. Unbelievable scenes tonight. Look at the crowd going absolutely <laughs> mental. And Nakamura is the new NXT champion. I mean, unbelievable, Dan. I mean, what unbelievable, Jeff. What did you think of the match? That was fucking brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Joe did have it towards the end there, but Shinsuke come back, won it, and yeah. <laughs> Quite unbelievable. Both men equals throughout, each hit the finish on each other, but Nakamura just managing... He's got that more in the tank in the end, didn't he? Fighting yeah, out the yeah. muscle buster. What was it like with the first muscle buster? Do you think that was it? I thought that was it, and I thought he was actually <laughs> going to hit the second one. But <laughs> luckily enough, Nakamura managed to wiggle out of it. Hit him with the kick. Yeah. But then you thought it was the new champion then? I thought it was over then, but <laughs> Joe, Joe managed to out. get him up. And then finally we see Joe get kicked the back of the head. And then a the big knockout kick. Kinshasa. Kinshasa. <laughs> Kinshasa. What a match that is to start us off here. And obviously two more classic matches come. But let's start with a bit of news. And we start with Sonia Deville. And we're getting details of the kidnapping attempt on WWE superstar Sonia Deville. And it shows just how much danger she and fellow wrestler Mandy Rose were actually in. According to court documents reviewed by the Times... DeVille gave her account of what happened over the weekend when a South Carolinian man travelled to and broke into a Florida home in an attempt to kidnap her. 
She wrote in the documents that home security system went off at 2.41am. She woke a friend who was staying in the house, identified in the documents as Mandy Rose. She then went to check the door and the alarm was triggered. She said a man later identified as Philip A. Thompson II on a patio. DeVille yelled to him, what are you doing? What do you want? When she got close and the two made eye contact, DeVille could see top spray and a knife. And that's when I realised this person was not here to rob me. He was there to hurt me. She alerted Rose. The two ran to the garage and drove away from the house. They called 911 and the police arrived minutes later and arrested Thomas. The defendant admitted that his intention was to take Sonia Deville hostage by spraying her with pepper spray, blinding her with hands and zip ties and wrapping duct tape around her arms to prevent her from fighting back. He intended to keep her hostage prevent her from attending SummerSlam the following week. Now, I tell you something, this is a fucked up story, and we're seeing this more and more, and I think this is the whole kind of thing as well about what's real and what's not with a character, and this guy obviously had a fascination with Sonia Deville, and it turned deep, dark, and dangerous, and we've seen it on Twitter where people are, you know, going to someone's home address or something like that, that is just not on, you know, the whole point of a wrestler outside should be treated as a normal human being. He wouldn't do that normally. I'm pretty now where everybody's, you know, under surveillance 24-7, it seems. I just think it's a little bit unfair. I think it's got to be divided. If they're there at the shows or if they're there at, you know, autograph signings, I think that's fair. But I think we've seen it before with certain wrestlers, you know, when you meet them in a toilet or when they're out with a family. I think there's a certain decorum to it, you know, and it's just really, really scary that luckily DeVille managed to survive it. Like I said, at the moment, she's kind of one of the most consistent performers on SmackDown. And the um, match with Mandy Rose should be absolutely brilliant. Of course, tomorrow night on the WNR, we're going to bring a very special SummerSlam 2015 to 2020. And looking at the past five years of the event, of course, building up to the 2020 event. And I feel Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and hair versus hair will steal the show. we we'll move on to Chris Jericho. And of course... Uh, COVID-19, he's held um, gigs and certain things like this, and um, he shot back at the response after reports came out that COVID-19 case has been tied to the Sturgis Rally that Fozzie performed in the area. Earlier this month, he garnered some criticism online. He performed in North and South Dakota as well as Iowa. During the period, they were not social distancing or wearing face masks, and it says that there's at least seven new cases in the Nebraska area, and they've been tied to the rally. And the event drew more than 460,000 vehicles, and that's many may have transmitted the virus to other attendees. 15 Minnesotans are contracted virus has been exposed at Sturgis, and they expect the number to grow. After a fan tweeted the report, at least seven new cases and tagged Jericho. Jericho said seven cases out of 450,000 people. I mean, what's the problem with that? I think the problem with that, Jericho, is that it should have been zero, really. And uh, now AEW bringing back fans. And this is not a shot AEW or anything like that. But I feel at this moment in time, especially still in England, and especially where it is in America, it is crazy to start trying to bring fans back to events, especially when the virus has not gone. A lot of people think it's disappeared. And uh, second wave is just around the corner if people don't adhere to all these things, you know. Another interesting news story, Brandy Rhodes as well. She's left Twitter and on uh, why AEW Women's Division is on YouTube. Fans speculated she left Twitter because of feedback. Of course, Hills, which was going to be a community for female fans, has had a lot of backlash. She said, I just think right now there are other things that need my attention a lot more. I'm focusing on Hills, which Friday we had our first members-based event. It's extremely successful. It's nice to come together in a community of women that really appreciated and enjoyed it. 
Manager is going to the Women's Tag Team World Cup, which would be really nice. And now, hopefully, we'll be able to show ourselves on AEW. And I think the thing about Hills as well, which is interesting, is, um, yeah, well, it's a double meaning, isn't it? You know, of course, Hills is bad guys. And then, of course, just with women. Is it the right name? I don't know. Is it the right thing? I mean, is it successful? Then people say, why have we not done it sooner? And finally, Buff Bagwell, former WCW and WWE star Marcus Buff Bagwell, was hospitalised on Sunday following his involvement in a car crash. According to a report filed by Cobb County Police Department in Georgia, Bagwell lost control of his Chevrolet while negotiating a turn. He then crossed a median a hit a metal fence and finally collided with a freestanding bathroom at the Cobb County Transit bus station. He was transported to the hospital with serious injuries and expected that he was impaired by prescription medication at the time of the crash. And again, this is horrible to see. We've seen this before with certain wrestlers and their substance abuse and trying to kick the habit. Of course, Buff Bagwell, I mean... You can maybe laugh at the story, but again, it's a serious thing when you think about duty of care as well. What can WWE do? Probably not a lot. And it's a lot of people who are fans of Buff Bagwell that hopefully he can get back on the right track. All right, so we'll move on to our next match. And this was August 18th, 2018. And it was NXT Brooklyn 4, the WNR 1-7-3. And it was a last man standing match between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gagano. That's why you won. After TakeOver Chicago, after beating Johnny, freaking wrestling with my hands, cuffed together, you're damn straight. I knew I was the number one contender. Alistair, boy, you have something that I want. You know better than anyone what the NXT Championship means to me. Because even after Chicago, you knew you could twist the knife even more. Johnny, just like you were ready to replace me, I knew I couldn't let you win. Wait a minute! Johnny Gargano! Johnny Gargano, what the hell? He didn't mean to do that, boy. Oh, my God! I replaced you. No! No! So Champa is NXT champion because of me. All it took was one moment. That changed NXT. This is my NXT now. Never in a million years did you think the Gargano fairy tale ended like this. This is not your NXT. Now while I'm still breathing. Johnny Gargano loses. I win. The only reason he's an XD champion is because of me. I guess you're right. The only reason he's NXT champion is because of you. Oh, oh, oh. Alistair Black has sustained substantial injuries. While Alistair is no longer standing, two men are. So in the main event for the NXT Championship, it will be Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. In a last man standing match. From an unsanctioned match in New Orleans to a street fight in Chicago. Have I given everything? Not yet. Understand the real story here. This isn't Johnny Gargano's fairy tale. This is about me. It's about the main event. The greatest sports entertainer of all time. 
I got one more shot. And everything is said and done in Brooklyn, I will be NXT champion. And I will be Johnny Wrestling again. I got one more shot to achieve my dream. Not just become NXT champion, but to stop Tommaso Ciampa. This is my proof. Take over Brooklyn will be my ultimate moment. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure Tommaso Ciampa does not leave Brooklyn the NXT champion. So the build-up to this match has been something quite incredible. Probably the greatest story NXT has ever told. Uh, you have to go all the way back when these men first came together as DIY, back as a tag team, you know. And uh, what a great tag team they were. We're talking about the tag team division NXT at the moment. DIY really brought it wars with a revival and offers of pain. And finally, it was their moment at NXT TakeOver. But after losing, Chumper decided to attack Johnny Wrestling and try and take him out. Chumper was out injured. For a little while, Gagano never really got over the hump of Chumper. And then when Chumper returned, this story really, really heated up. With a takeover match, it was quite incredible between the two. Match of the year candidate with Gagano coming out on top. And then we thought we couldn't raise the stakes any higher. And we saw a different side to Gagano. Well, that was a non-sanctioned match first time round. And then the kind of no disqualification match second time round. With the, the, the ring being exposed, being DDT'd on that. All the while, a story being told in the matches of like those together in the... Um, Cruiserweight Classic, and then what happened during the match as well with the attack, with the arm around the shoulder, the crutches being used. And then the NXT title came into play because Chumper challenged Black, and thanks to Johnny Gargano, he admits to it, the belt shot to the head, costing him the title for Chumper to win. Gargano was incensed, and so is Alistair Black, rightly so. Black, ma- Black mass-kicking Johnny Wrestling to teach him a lesson. And then, of course, Black was found unconscious in a parking lot, Gagano was added to take over a match which was triple threat and that turned into just a singles match but not just a single match a last man standing so not only have you got who attacked Alistair Black why was he taken out but now you've got Chumper versus Gagano for now the high of NXT the championship in the last man standing it's been incredible the build up the story leading into it and I can't wait Dan what are your thoughts on it all? <laughs> If this is half as good as the last two matches that these two guys had, which, you know, I've, my expectations are up there with it, I think it is going to be an epic encounter. And will it be the end of these two guys? I doubt it. I, I think I, they're going to yeah. be fighting of them's either retired or, you know, out of it for good. Yeah, I, I do see that as well, you know. They could expand it now with last man standing. But I think it all down predictions... And I'm going to go into this because I think a victory for this guy tonight uh, can extend the feud a little while until uh, we, we get a final you know, def- defensive winner to the feud. Who have you said I've gone for in this, even though it doesn't matter now? I said you've gone for Tomato Chumper. The last, uh, well, twice before, I have gone Tommaso Chumper in this match to be NXT champion. I Dan, I'm four out of four with guessing your prediction at the moment. There's a bonus point on the line as well, isn't there? There is indeed, yes. So your one's quite important. I think you've gone for... Johnny Gargano. And who have you actually gone for? And... Not a new champion, Tomato Chomper. James, I hate to say, but you called it correctly. When I wrote down your predictions... I actually wrote down mine. <laughs> so, you know, you was hoisted by your own batards. I know. I, but, but 
four out of five for yours ain't bad, is it? Do you know what I mean? Considering, but it's it's not perfect, and that's what gets you the extra point. I'm afraid. And well, it also means that again we draw when it comes to an NXT takeover. Neither of us, well, we both get an NXT takeover points overall. Go three points all, uh, and it will go to Survivor Series to find out if we can actually have a winner for that. Uh, but listen, why have you gone champer in this match? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, <laughs> like, I honestly don't. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think Tommaso chopped such great work as a heel, and I think fans are getting behind him as a heel. You know, with Johnny Gargano, I think you know a loss here might make him snap. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think well, the reason I've gone Champa for is because I want Johnny Gargano to eventually win the NXT title from Champa. I think it's too soon for this one now. So I think a last man standing match, you can have him lose without having that pinfall or submission. I think that matters, or even a draw. Do you know what I mean? That that could be cool. Uh, and I think with Champa, with the NXT champions, usually hold on for the title for a little while. I think Samoa Joe had the shortest reign, and that was after, or Nakamura had the shortest reign. Uh, that was only after winning it for a second time. First time champions usually get an extended run. So I expect Chumper to retain the title tonight. The other thing I love about Chumper, he comes out to absolutely no music and he's hated. We've seen with Dream and EC3, they were kind of chinny. The same with Ricochet and Adam Cole. We're not getting this here. They absolutely hate uh, Chumper. What makes him so detestable, Dan? Um, his cowardly actions, the way you know he's gone about business. And the fact that he doesn't care that people hate him as well, I think that's, you know, it's he has no response. You know, he doesn't barter with the crowd. You know, he just says, you know, this is me. This is who I am. You've made me who I am, Johnny Gagano. You know, you, you fuck things up for DIY. You've put me down this dark path. You're to blame for this. I'm your demon. I'm going to be the thorn in your side. And maybe he's going to prove that here tonight. He said he was the most dangerous man in NXT. He said he was going to win the extra title, and that was before he went away for his long injury. Chump has come back and proven that. The black heart of NXT, of WWE, coming out here with no conscience. He just wants, what, you know, keep hold of what's his now. He'll take out Alistair Black, Gagano, who forget, you know, he'll use Candice LeRae if it can get into Gagano's head. Gagano has changed. We have seen this change from him. Like Kari Sane, will it be the killer instinct that finally brings him an NXT gold? Or will it be a step too far and actually play into Chumper's hands? I think this one, I honestly don't know what to expect here, but I'm expecting the unexpected, if you know what I mean by that. Like, I think this will be something incredible, and I don't know what yet, as we get the uh, announcements for this big... And Johnny Gagano, Venom top there, you would say, coming out here with a vest on? Yeah, you know, it's slightly different. It's not his uh, stoic look face on his uh, on his vest. But, you know, another thing that I think makes Chomper great as a heel is he posted a picture of his new T-shirt. He said, new merch, buy it, don't buy it, I don't care. Well, that is great. But Gagano has started this, due announcements, attacking Chomper, taking down the corner, stumbling the mud hole. Chomper can hardly get his jacket off and Gagano wants to put him away early going. And you talk about Rock and Austin in, in feuds. Just the way the chemistry is in the ring between these two. When they both trade blows, it is an incredible thing to see. There is so much fire. And speaking of which, Gagano just hit a Lufez press. Just to make my point perfect. As Chumper gets back into the corner. 
Gagano is not stopping in the early going. Going up in the corner. <laughs> Just windmilling in with some punches <laughs> to the back of Chomper's head. <coughs> the thing about Chomper and Gagano as well, which tells a perfect story, is that their matches are extensions of their other matches. As Chomper throws Gagano on the apron, tries to DDT him to finish it, Chomper kicks him off somehow. They've started really quick in this as Gagano runs back in. Chumper's got Gagano though. Double underhook, but backslide. Chumper comes charging in. He gets thrown to the outside. Is Gagano going to go flying? No, he just slot baseball slides out. No. And gets caught by Chumper. Well, that was nice by Chumper sending him the steps. I mean, you could play this one right after their last match, and it would make perfect sense. They don't start off, you know, trying to fill each other out or slowly scientifically, do they? You know, they're well, straight they out. they know what each other feels yeah. like. Not in... <laughs> <laughs> homoerotic way but just you know they've worked together they've had this feud now for a few months four months now they've had this feud for about two years now yeah i mean, I mean no i mean the feud they've been together well yeah yeah exactly i mean the, the whole story i mean the chump had beat him down about a year and a half ago at nxc takeover and i would say chumper's injury might have taken it away but it's actually come back and it's been a perfect time if we consider Alistair Black's injury, and yeah, it is a, a bit of a miss on the card, to have this storyline that you can play in its main event makes Chumper try to get Gagano on the stairs, and he blocked it, sends him into Barry Cade, but those stairs were exposed, and they must weigh at least 300 pounds. Oh, Chumper's head's gone bright red already. But, you know, don't forget that Chumper's beating Gagano with his hands tied together. Well, this is the thing. Tied behind his back, and he got the job done. And I think that's what the kind of level of punishment we're going to see in this one here tonight. It's Chomper staggered walking around ringside at the moment. Throws him back first into barricade. And now Chomper's going to expose that concrete floor. He's taken up their wafer thin mats. Well, Gagano is doing what Chomper did in the last takeover already. And those wafer thin mats are being moved, and it's just cold, hard concrete. Wouldn't even be disappointed if Gagano did win this. No, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, Gagano's story would be told. Chumper, though, clawing the eye of Gagano, stopping this. And now Chumper stalking down Gagano. And he suplexed him on top of the barricade. You can hear the forearm shots. Looking for that draping DDT. But Gagano gets his feet out, pushes Chumper back first into the ring post. And now Gagano up on the apron. Chump is in a bit of trouble. Here comes Johnny. Oh, Plancher off the ring apron. Takes out Chumper. And Gagano say, no, no, that's just a start. Throws him on the announce table. Straight onto Percy Jackson slash Watson. He managed to keep hold of his uh, tablet. And now Johnny Wrestling is undressing the announce table. And Carlos Cabrera is there, who's a long-time Spanish announcer. We're going, oh, God, not again. Chumper's on the chair. <laughs> Gagano standing over the top of him. And Gagano's got Chumper. I wonder what thing he's got planned here. Oh, no, Chumper's caught Gagano. He's got him. Oh. Back first over the Spanish announce table. Well, the move that Chumper used. To hit Gagano off the stage. And Gagano used to take out Chumper. just been used there for the Spanish announce table. Referee's counting. 
And he's up to four. And NXT Brooklyn Falls just got extreme. Gano barely able to register where he is, let alone get up to his feet. But he's up. And Champa Foz Gagano in. And what a hell of an impact we see the replay. Now Chumper's looking for some toys to play. Finds a chair. Now Chumper's in. He's got the chair. And Gagano like, fighting it with everything he's got. Big right hands. <coughs> but Gagano favoring the lower back. He reached down for the chair. Chumper with kick to the face. And now I'm sending Gagano down. And the boots now by Champa. Oh, going to come running in with a big knee. Oh, straight on the money. Now the fans not happy about this, but this is what Champa's going to do. Not only to hurt Gagano, but to keep hold of an NXT title. Oh, bang! Second knee in the corner. Now Champa telling referee to sharp as he gets a chair. And he's wedging it next to Gagano's face. Oh, my God. And here comes Chumper with a knee. Gagano's up low. Oh, throws that chair straight into Chumper's knee. Well, we know the history of Chumper's leg. <laughs> surgery he's had on it. And now Gagano's picking up the chair. Straight to the midsection. And then hard down on the back, even though we didn't hear the impact of it. No. I thought it was going to sound like a gunshot. Oh, that one, I heard it. Well, I think he's hitting me with the other way round. <laughs> That's how sick Gagano with is. with a hard side. Yeah. And Chumper now working the... Gagano now working the midsection of Chumper with a chair. Well, that's going to keep him down. Gagano now putting the chair up in the corner. Looks good to him. Chumper's in a little bit of trouble. Gagano now picking him up like a javelin. And the chair's the javelin catcher. Oh, no. But Chumper with a backslide. He's got a sleeper locked in. He's going to make Gagano go to sleep. And Gagano, though, fighting this. No, not anymore. Well, if he goes to sleep here, yeah, he won't get up at 10. 10. Will he? <laughs> and they're using that bottom rope. He can do what he wants and the last man standing. Well, has Gagano got anything left? That's the question we got asked. As Chumper squeezing a life out, using the second rope now. Crowd chanting Johnny Wrestling. Well, now Chumps thinks he's out. Let's count. Referee now starts. Crowd are fully behind Johnny Wrestling. Well, five count by Gagano to his feet. Chump has got it locked back in again, though, as soon as Gagano's up. Oh, and Gagano had hold of the ropes. Chumper cut him off, though, and sends him down again. And now Gagano may be out of this. Trying to fight with everything he's got. Chumper trying to get back to um, back to a vertical base. Backs Chumper into a corner, but Chumper's like a pit bull. Not relinquishing that sleeper hold until the second time into the corner. But now Chumper's perched on the second rope and he's lifting Gagano's weight up as well as choking him out. Oh! oh! But Gagano had Chumper like a javelin <laughs> and the chair was the javelin catcher. You Head might... first into it. He might have just broke Chumper's neck there, Gagano, to get out of that. And the chair came flying right back out. And now Gagano on the outside. Got to be impressed by Chumper getting to his feet at a six count. 
I mean, he's back down again now, but at least he broke the count. Now the referee's starting again. Garno's looking for some toys to play with. Well, the concrete's exposed there, but yeah, get a table. That's it. Johnny, get the tables. Well, Gagano, I think beating Chumper at this moment in time, I may be wrong, will mean more to him than winning the NXT title down. I don't know what you think about that. Oh, I hardly agree with you. I think the hatred there, one with tunnel vision, like we say, is a different man, and he just wants to hurt Chumper, and he set that table up, and below it is concrete, but that's not all. There's another table to go. Well, Gagano here, what is he going to do? Set the table up. He's letting Chumper recover at the moment. We've already seen the announce table go through. And Gagano seems to be happy, but he's leaving the table like that. Oh. Well, that's exposed at the moment. That's going to be bad. Gagano on the apron, fighting with everything he's got on Chumper. And now he's going to try and suplex Tommaso. He's got one of them fucking table legs. Oh, my God. What are you doing, Johnny? <coughs> Chumper's Chumper fighting out, though. He's got his leg... Wrap round the bottom rope. Well, I don't blame him. Trying to find out everything he's got. Shot to the face. He's got Gagano up. Oh, my God. Suplex, but Gagano landed back in the ring. Turned around. Standing switch. German, he's got the grip still on, though. God, Chumper there. Second German suplex, but Gagano's got the chair. Oh, and Chumper realised that. Blocks it. Got the arm locked. Oh. Third German on the release. Well, that is not good for Johnny Gagano, but the table's still set up outside on that concrete. Chomper now running in. Oh, oh just takes him out with that braced-up knee. Chomper now got the chair right to the midsection of Gagano. And then the cold, hard, steel chair to the back. There's only one winner of that. But, but Gagano showed his toughness getting to his feet, but being broken down by Chumper. Gagano back to his feet, and here comes Chumper again. Oh! Another hard shot to the back. Well, we know how tough Jolly Gagano is, and Chumper should be surprised. Now he's got Gagano. Powerbomb. Oh! oh. Powerbomb into the backstabber. Not once. But twice. No, no, not again. He's going for the trivector. And now here comes Chumper. Well, Gagano's limp body on the third one there. And Chumper sets up the chair. He's going to have a seat and just wait for the count. Well, that is great by Chumper. Gagano's out here. Referee up to five. Jumper counting along. Gagano's up! Oh, oh and delivers a super kick. Sends Jumper straight backwards oh. off the chair. He's got a bow ganging out of his nose, which is completely disgusting. That is massive, though. I tell you what, that's one of the biggest bogeys. I hope the ref's telling him about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, please, mate. You've got a bogey there. We don't want to ruin the visual of the match. Why, if I was... <laughs> Gagano, I'd wipe it off on straight on Chumper's bald head. I would, but Chumper's beating the snot out of Gagano. <laughs> oh, it's oh, Gagano! He's wiped it on the mat. Yeah, someone's gonna find that later. There it is. Oh, I can see it in the oh, middle of the ring. And now Chumper and Gagano in the middle of the ring. They're duking it out. 
This is for all the marbles here. The NXT title, friendship gone wrong. Do you reckon this is what's going to happen between us at the end of this podcast series? Nah. You're just gin at it. <laughs> Have a great career in WCW. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Gagano winning the exchange now with the punches. So Chumper tries to kick, gets caught by Gagano. And Four arms to the throat. Chumper ducks underneath it. Big boot to the jaw. Oh. oh, the roll up and the kick to the head. Sends Chumper back to the corner. He deposits Johnny to the outside, though. Here comes Gagano with a spear. No. Gets caught by the knee from Chumper. Oh, now Chumper's got him up. Double underhook, but Gagano turns it into a Hurricane Rana. Step up in Seguri. They are getting quicker, these wrestlers, I'm sure. Big boot by Chumper. Gagano comes off the rope, get caught. German release, but Gagano rolls through. Kick to the head of Chumper. German release for him. Chumper gets to his feet, but he thinks he's knocked out. Oh, my God. Both men run each other clotheslines. And again. Third time, and eventually both men go down. But that's how well they know each other. Double count out. And now both men string back to, swing back to their feet. Oh, I know, that's what I was thinking, but... Can't put retains, can I? So, and now both men absolutely going for it. Swing everything they got. Oh, Gagano goes that slow, goes high. Chomper with knee gets responded by Gagano. Oh. And then Gagano turns Chomper inside out of a short arm clothesline. Well, the only thing's better tomorrow and SummerSlam. I'll be surprised in that exchange just then. I mean, yeah, it's not man getting super kicked up, <laughs> upside down, but still. He's telling a great story. Referee up to seven. Each count's taking a bit more out of the man. As Chumper goes to the outside, throws a chair into Gagano's path. And Gagano's so out of it, he just wants to attack Chumper. Jumps over the top rope. Jumps over the sweep from Chumper. <laughs> oh. oh, running Palancha, but... Chumper sidesteps it. Oh, it's more of a cannonball. But Chumper sidesteps it. Gagano landing hard back first on the apron. Oh, my Throws God. him back first into barricade. No. No, the stairs are there. Chumper's got Gagano. Double underhook face buster to the still stairs. Gagano's not getting up. No. No, not on those stairs. I don't want to go to school today, mommy. Don't touch me there, Candice. I mean, that is unbelievable. Oh, Champa's slowly. He's sitting down Gagano. I don't think he knows where he is, but he can hear the referees count the distance. Up to nine. Oh. Springs up to his feet and barely holding himself up by barricade. But he might have just jumped out of the... He might have just jumped out of the frying pan. Into the fire. No, it's oh, not a kind of window. complete <laughs> Words, fine, not oh, no, good. Head, mind. Like, uh, what, what's that phrase again? To my, uh, for Gagano here. And Chump is still not finished, even those two tables there. Bringing out a toolbox. Now, what's it, what do you usually find in a toolbox, Dan? I know you've got a toolbox. What's in yours? <laughs> um, you find snips. You find... Uh, ta- oh, hang on. Chumper's going around cutting the ropes to hold the ring apron, uh, the ring mat 
covering down. So much like last takeover, exposing them. But we've got a lot of heavy duty hammers as well to probably attack Gagano with. Maybe Chumper planted that earlier, but you probably used that for the ring anyway. So the foam matting coming up now. Well, it's not a lot of protection when you think about it, really, is there? Is it the same as outside? Nah, because outside's concrete, that's timber. My God, this is what ended Gagano's hopes last takeover. Look at that. That is real hard timber built well. And there's so many dangerous spots. Now, if I was a health and safety officer in this particular situation, situation. I, would, I would have a couple of problems. That table there, upside down, is not good. Concrete floor exposed, and now the ring. And Chumper was Gagano. Well, Chumper was on fire, but Gagano's just managed to put that fire out. And now Chumper can't see a thing. I've been tooted, like, don't do nothing like that. Chumper gets his sight back, but turns into Johnny Gagano, who's wielding a crutch. Straight to the midsection and across the back. And breaks it, and Gagano's smirking. No, James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob, he's just got a smile. As this <laughs> is the weapon that started this feud. This crutch has been a constant throughout. And it is a symbol as well as a weapon. Well, it is indeed, and it's been broken over the back of... Gagano, a chumper, but Gagano nearly got caught there by Chumper DDT. Fighting out of it. That's what beat him at TakeOver. And now Gagano's going to fall. Either way, it's not going to be good. Oh, my God. Gagano with a kick there. Oh, my God. Kicks Chumper in the face. Oh! Oh. Well, Chumper lands on the outside of the ring apron. Gets caught in a bit of a draping DDT. Straight onto that exposed timber. Well, and that has got to be it. We've got a new NXT champion here. Surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks as if you're right. I don't say that very often. Well, no, you don't. Gagano gets to his feet using the ropes. Referee up to seven. But Chumper might be best now just to roll the outside and try to use that ring to hold him up. Well, he heeds your advice. Tells the referee to stop counting. Staggers around for a bit. Oh... Jesus Christ, that could have gone wrong on so many levels. <laughs> the stairs were there, exposed. But Gagano does hit the suicide dive well. Chumper rolls to the other side of the ring apron. Gagano with another suicide dive. Drapes him over the announcer's table. Percy Jackson slash Watson there was like, fuck that shit. He went straight as soon as he saw Joe diving. These two damn crackers. I don't want to be, be hit again. Gagano, I'm coming for you, Watson. That's what it looks like. Oh! Oh, that poor timekeeper. Had his head knocked off. Well, he was a timekeeper, a technician, cameraman. While he was, yeah, while he was distracted being concerned for the uh, timekeeper, cameraman, ringside technician. EMT that was down. trainer down. <laughs> and he got hit in the head with a monitor. Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> Chopper comes running towards Johnny, who was perched up against Barry Cade. He had a chair in his hand. And he just sends him straight through. <laughs> he sends him straight through the barricade. And now Chumper Barry Gagano with barricade chair and the technician that just got knocked down. And the ring bell table throwing various items. Oh, my God. Poor technician. Mauro Ronaldo better move, otherwise he's getting thrown on this soon. He was referee to count. Can Gagano rise from the ashes or this is it? Chumper stood on the announce table waiting for him to get up, daring him to get up. 
Oh, Tompa's moving. He's alive. We're free up to eight, though. Nine. Oh. Struggles his way to his feet. And he's saying, is that, is that all you've got, Chumper? Well, I don't think it is. Unbelievable. Chumper, <laughs> using the chair, we see the replay. That is crushing. <laughs> what is it going to take? A poor ringside technician, though. Can uh, uh, someone call his family? A wrestling chant going through the crowd. Oh. oh. Well, the handcuffs that involved where Chumper was handcuffed with his hands tied behind his back. Now it looks like it's going to be Gargano. Well, Gargano going to get handcuffed. No, I just thought I saw Jessica Carr there. I might be... Oh, now Johnny's got the handcuffs. Chumper sent into the ring post. We're going to have a Batista John Cena moment where he tapes his feet around the uh, outside of the ring post so he can't get up. I think this is a level that we've not seen with these two. I think he's just going to handcuff him, beat the sh- crap out of him. Chumper going to get caught again. Oh! oh but this time he was going to go for his hands behind his back. Well, I think a tooth just flew out then. And now Chumper... It's got bad news for Gagano. I've got some bad news. Oh my god, he's gonna He's gonna hit Irish Curse back break. He's gonna hit White Noise. But now Gagano's got Chumper. Chumper's holding on, fighting out of it. Back and forth between these two guys. He's gonna handcuff him so he can't suplex him. That's what I'd do if I was Gagano. Oh my god, Gagana fights out of it. Chumper now teetering. So close. Fingertip. And Gagana's got hold of the beard. One last left hand. It's waving goodbye. Oh! Super kick oh. sends him through the table. And through both tables. And then onto the concrete floor. I mean, he's using the crutch to get oh. out. Oh, Again, the crutch comes into play, you clever sausages, you. Yeah, they really are. He somehow manages to keep his NXT title at the moment. I don't think Gagano realises, or if he knows, he's thinking what to do next. Fight forever's a chant. Well, I don't think Champa has got much left in him. <laughs> and now we see a different side, Gagano. Okay, fair play. I will have to kill you now, but still. Gagano going outside. He seems more cool, calm, collected. Chumper now walking away. And this is not going to be good for anybody as they walk up the ramp. Chumper all the way. Gagano kicks away the crutch. And now it's Gagano with the right hands. That would be quite cool if they're high up somewhere. Chumper handcuffed himself. They both came off and Gagano was like fucked up then. <laughs> Chumpolo sent into the LED screen. The huge LED screens there, and the lights have gone out from it. Oh, wait a minute. Gagano escape. Chumpers tap him. It doesn't matter. Well, it only matters if the count of 10. Gagano realising Chumper's still handcuffed. And now he's handcuffing him to the stage. And now Chumper's got nowhere to go, and 
I do believe we're going to have a new AFC champion by the way things look. Gagala's got yet another bogey showing up. Bloody hell. And Chump's got nowhere to go. Bouncing Chumper's head off of like a, a metal crating thing and then a super kick to the head of Chumper. And Gagala's saying, this is going to be it. I'm going to finish him. Chumper saying, I'm sorry. And Johnny saying, I have to do it. Second kick. Well, Chumper now is apologising now. That's a nice thing to see. Fans shout one more time. They want to see Chumper hurt. Gagano rightly shouted, Chumper, you did this. He would beg for mercy, but he's only got one hand. So he can't put them together. And Gagano's got hold of the beard. You look in my eyes. Chumper trying to apologise. And here comes Gagano. One last time, like the DIY finisher. This is going to be the end for Tommaso Ciampa. And what's Gagano doing? Maybe he thought better of the current situation. Situation. He's almost like he's psyching himself up. He's got the old Gagano talking about the new Gagano. And now he wants to end it with a knee. And here comes Johnny. Oh! Did Chumper duck him, or was that just so much momentum sent Johnny over to the table? I think I think it was momentum, because Chumper's down at this moment, but so Gagano. Referee counting. Boost. Chumper's back to his feet, though. Oh. Chumper fell off the stage onto his feet. Gagano counting out. Champa is still your NXT champion. Dan, what do you think of the match? I thought it was absolutely unbelievable. And again, you know, it was a crazy twist of fate. I just like how everything plays into it. The crutch, even the handcuffs, you know, and the way Champa, even though he was begging at the end of it like a snivelling coward, he still managed to come through. And at the end of it, he's smirking. He's not smirking, but he's still NXT champion. Quite incredible lair by this man and what an incredible event NXT TakeOver has been alright we move on then to the August 19th go home show as it were for NXT TakeOver at 30 and we started straight off in the ring with uh, Johnny Gagano going against Ridge Holland and of course this was a NXT North American Championship qualifier uh, a good match between the two of course like I said management is quite high on Ridge Holland and uh, Holland couldn't hit the Canadian backbreaker as Gagano managed to work over the arm once again however Holland did launch a face NXT out of the ring with a pounce Gagano went for a tilt well DDT but was dropped on the apron instead as Holland went back inside he was held in place by Candice LeRae Gagano kicked the middle rope catching Holland in the crotch after that one final beat connected and Johnny Gagano is off to take over our next match was Dakota Kai versus Jesse Kamara and she laid out Kamara com- immediately. No one contender to the NXT Women's Championship battered uh, with big kicks, hammer over two running face washes in the corner. She managed to escape, escape a straight jacket low and rolled Kai up for two. Two rolling heel kicks stunned Kai and Kamara followed up with a leaping forearm sliding knee strike. However, she wasn't able to keep that going. Kai rocked her with a go-to kick and the victory. And after the match, Kai tried to call out the NXT Women's Champion, forcing Io Shai to rush to the ring. Though Shai had Kai on the ropes, the captain of the team kick was saved by Raquel Gonzalez. 
In the ring, Gonzalez plunged her eye with a pump handle powerbomb and left her laying. Backstage, Tegan Knox was asked about Candice Ray's comments from last week. Knox said they've been friends for years and there are ups and downs in friendships. Knox said that she's ready to talk to the Ray at any time. We get hype package for Finn Balor and Velveteen Dream. Of course, that'll be our main event in the next match is the Gardo del Fantasma versus Brizango and Isaiah Swerve Scott. After working Fandango over in the corner, eventually make it to Swerve who came in and he was on fire, baby. He was able to take out Mendoza and Wild in the NXT Cruiserweight Champion Court with a knee to the jaw. However, somehow Breeze attacked Swerve earlier, though. The camera never caught it, so when Legala del Fantasma hit Swerve with a finish, it didn't count. That's why I managed to pick up the win, though. Still dropping Breeze with a Phantom Driver to win the match. Up next, Pat McAfee brings an entourage to NXT. He then claimed that Adam Cole couldn't handle him by himself and he knew that the era would join him in the ring. Cole told Bobby Fish, Kyle Riley and Roger Strong to leave the ring so McAfee could get some space. He went over to the highlight confrontation two weeks ago where he laid Cole out cold with a punt to the jaw. He said that he'd be able to knock out the king of NXT in a minute and a half. The NFL star punter followed up by saying he'd leave Cole unconscious at TakeOver 30. Cole sat back and let McAfee talk when he was done. Cole ran through security to... St- Step up to McAfee. Unfortunately, the gang of NFL stars put a stop to that. Cole with the undisputed era backing him got real close to McAfee and claimed that it'd make him his bitch. Well, up next, Robert Stone, Brand versus Shotzi Blackheart and Rhea Ripley. Ripley took Martinez to the floor and powerbombed her over the barricade, setting her out on the uncovered concrete. Blackheart recovered and finished a liar or numph with a senton bomb to get the victory. Not a great start for the Robert Stone Brand. We've got a video package for Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. And in the main event, NXT North American Championship qualifier, Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. It was a stalemate in the early going. And Balor was rocked with some strong rights by Dream, but avoided a high crescent kick in the corner, getting hung up in the process. He was able to take Balor back off his feet with a springboard double axe handle and followed up with hanging Balor's neck on the ropes. Just as Dream seemed to have things in control, Cameron Grimes came out to cause a distraction. As Dream and Balor continued to fight the ring's client, Grimes climbed the ladder and retrieved the NXT North American Championship. Back in the ring, Balor dreamed DDT and escaped the Dream Valley driver, planted Dream with an Isla Hurricane. The shotgun dropkick bounced Dream off the corner. Balor moved up for the coup de grace but was again distracted by Grimes. A suplex from Dream took both he and Balor out. Garner came down to finally put an end to Grimes, sending him off the ladder and into the ref. Balor and Dream took out Grimes and Dream connected with a superkick. Gagano picked up the NXT North American Championship but was attacked by both Bronson Reed and Damian Priest. Dream and Reed took out Priest and thanks for an attack by Timothy Thatcher allowed Dream to hit the Purple Rainmaker him to NXT TakeOver 30. After the match, NXT North American contenders laid each other out with Bronson Reed getting the best of the group and holding the belt high above his head. This was a very good go-home show for NXT and it gets you excited. And of course, we'll all run through the cards in a few moments but up first our last classic NXT match of the day and it is from last year August 10th 2019 NXT Toronto the WNR 2-3-9 an incredible 2 out of 3 falls match for the NXT Championship it is Johnny Gagano versus Adam Cole Looking back on it, I uh, I don't know. I take over 25. Adam Cole was the better man. 
One more. I'll see you later. One more time. Adam Cole, since joining NXT, you said that you wanted to be at the top. Tonight, you captured the NXT Championship. Just what is going through your head? Uh, I don't know, a little saying called, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> the Undisputed Era shocks the system again. Adam Cole is the NXT Champion. Johnny Gargano made the mistake of believing he was special. When the fact remains, Johnny Gargano is nothing more than a second-rate Adam Cole. As soon as TakeOver 25 ended, I sat back and I, I thought, where do I go now? And that's a very real question in my mind. Where do I go now? Because I scratched and I clawed and I got to the top of the mountain. But now what? Now what? I think what I'm going after now is realizing who Johnny Gargano really is. Definitely come up with a situation to end this before, but it's obviously not enough. I take over Toronto. It will be Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship again in a two out of three falls match. This time it'll be a little different. Johnny Gargano gets to pick one of the stipulations. Adam Cole gets to pick the other. And if this does go to a third fall, I will pick the other stipulation. Adam Cole has chosen straight up wrestling match. I have chosen street fight. Cole versus Gargano. The book will be closed after this match. And I also know what happens, and only I know, if this match goes one fall apiece. May the best man win. So, Dan, the build-up to this has been quite interesting because it's been all about Johnny Wrestling and Adam Cole this past year or so, ever since the vacant NXT title was up for grabs and Gagano finally got to the top of the mountain, but it didn't last long. Take over 25 and Adam Cole, two out of three falls, walking away with the championship. Will it be any different tonight, Dan, what we thought of the build-up to this? I think the build-up's been good. I th- you know, I do like these long storyline payoffs. And, you know... We've seen so many stories on the main roster that start up and are over as quick as you like, and it does it does get a bit fed up because you don't even have a chance to get invested in this. But with especially with just the Johnny Gagano story, it's been something that you can be invested in. You know, you felt for him when he was part of uh, DIY when Tommaso Ciampa turned on him, and then like you know Johnny kind of treaded water until Ciampa came back. And then, you know, you kind, of, you kind of finally see him overcome his demons by defeating Chompa, doing whatever it took. You know, he kind of slipped to the dark side a bit to try and overcome that. And, you know, he reaches the top and then, you know, the man, Adam Cole, kind of comes in and this needs to have had a bit of a, you know, a bit of a series going on. And it is a good investment. Without a doubt, you know, classic encounters, as you say, as Johnny Gagala's come out here. Is that old-style X-Men in a blue and white? Maybe look, trying to look like Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, again, with Johnny Gargano, he always wears something extraordinary for the TakeOver events. Johnny TakeOver, Johnny Wrestling, whatever you want to call him, Johnny, former champion. Without a doubt, you can always marvel at what he does. But 
Canada is a very important place for Johnny Gagano as well because that's where he won the tag team titles with uh, Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver in Canada. So can Lightning Strike twice tonight? But the fans were charting Adam Cole and they're ready for the NXT champ to come out. And he is really, really grown into position right now of being the man on NXT. So, you know, you're saying that the roster is lacking. Do you think Adam Cole's kind of keeping the roster's head above water? I think he really is. I think the Undisputed Era and the storyline going on at the moment is one of the few saving things. You know, Johnny Gagano's been around for a while, but so has Adam Cole, you know, making his debut just, you know, three years ago against McIntyre. Yeah, I was going to say, how did his debut go? He, uh, <laughs> he, he beat down your man, Drew McIntyre. He did, and what a statement. And now look at him. The crowd heavily invested in everything Adam Cole does. Well, it is best of three falls if it gets to three falls. You know, it might be over in two. Oh, my gosh. Huge Adam Cole, baby. But like you said, uh, Adam Cole picked up a straight-up singles match because he doesn't want any shenanigans. Even though Johnny Wrestling picked the street fight and Rennie Regal now has picked this crazy steel cage match. But both men just chomping at the bit to get the job done. Well, before this gets fast and furious... I've yeah. gone for Adam Cole. You've gone Adam Cole in this one, and I too, Dan, have gone Adam Cole, which means I do win takeover no matter what happens here. But why have you gone Cole for? Well, I was kind of going for a, a sort of an Undisputed Era theme today. I went for Strong to get the victory. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel Johnny has achieved all he can in NXT. I think that's fair. I think apart from maybe finishing the story with Champa, but technically I think they could do that on the main roster as well if they if they told it well enough. Well, no, because you know exactly what's going to happen if and when they go up to the main roster. They're going to be a tag team called DIY, <laughs> and there, there is going to have never been any problems between them whatsoever. They'll probably have the same storyline. But who's next then for Adam Cole to challenge him for the NXT title? Um, well, you know, you've got Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, uh, maybe even... Cameron Grimes when he beats your guy in the tournament? Well, we'll see what happens. Of course, they do get a title shot of their choosing. But we'll find out what happens right now. It's two out of three falls for the NXT title. Johnny Gagano and Adam Cole for the third time. Or for the... (laughs) Well, this one is just a straight-up singles match. And Adam Cole, by himself, wants to get the job done and prove that he's one of the greatest NXT champions of all time. And the crowd, hot for this already, as Gagano's laser-focused. So where would you say Johnny Gagano rates in uh, the best NXT performers of all time? I think Gagano's top three. I think when you look at people from NXT, in my head it's Balor, Zayn and Gagano. And you could chop and change between the three, really. No, Oscar? Oscar, maybe, but when I, when I think about kind of just the impact, I mean, with NXT title, with women's and tag team, I mean, it might be slightly different, but I think those are the three guys that I'd put. I mean, what three would you say, if NXT for you, male superstars? Um, male NXT superstars, I would say, yeah, Johnny is definitely top two, maybe three. Um, I even think Tommaso Ciampa, because, you know, he's kind of achieved a lot. He's, you know, he's had a, a huge heel turn. He's had... You know, the the puppet master style, he's been a tag team champion, he's been an NXT champion, so why not have him up there as well? Um, who else? Well, I think the Adam Cole as well, you know, is a guy who... I don't, I don't know, I, don't, I think Adam Cole, in the top five, he's probably number six or seven. 
<laughs> I've got a feeling that he's going to try, you know. Yeah, you know, maybe if he's if he sticks around in a in a year or so, then yeah, he probably could climb up the table. But I don't know. I just I don't think Adam Cole's kind of achieved as much as he can in NXT yeah. yet. I think it's all about title reign. Like I say, see how he is as NXT champions. They've been eight NXT champions in the past. Uh, but we see in the early go, both men know each other so well. By you know, Adam Cole going for the last shot, Gagano over the Gagano escape. Need man can get it and then trying to super kick. It's just at a standstill. Well, these guys, you know, they've had a few matches already in the past, and they're just chopping and changing. It's like a game of one-upmanship now between these two. And Gagano with a hurricane runner sending side, sending Cole to the outside, and just following up with a huge drop kick through the ropes. <coughs> So, uh, which way do you see these fools going? Do you think it's going to end up the classic three stages? On yeah, it's got it's got, it's got to be that way. So Adam Cole's got a you know, two was so maybe yeah, like I said, Cole the first pin, and then Gagano because then he's like lose two straight, then it might help him out. Well, no, the thing, the way I'm seeing it as is Adam Cole chose this match, so Johnny Gagano. Johnny Gagano chooses the next match, so Adam Cole's. And then because William Regal chose the third match, it'd be a bit up in the air, but, you know, eventually Adam Cole's going to win that. Yeah, it'd be true, two straight falls for Adam Cole as well. So, I mean, it would show that he's definitely deserving to be champ. I mean, if he can beat Gagana here without any help whatsoever, then I think he'll prove that, you know, he is the best at this moment in NXT. As Gagana now is just going to work the leg on Adam Cole. But I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but Johnny Gagano seems best when he's going for a title mm. as opposed to defending it. I think some wrestlers are. You know, I think with Gagano, it's all about the challenge and the chase. It's kind of excitement, like I said, when he is champion. It's like, well, we've we've got it now. You know, it's kind of what do you want to do? It's the excitement, and anticipation. It's a bit like Becky Lynch. You know, like she was excited when she was chasing it, and then she got it, and we're like, oh, okay, right. And now Gagano's got Cole locked. In the submission is he gets to the bottom rope to break it, working on that leg. And, of course, that's where Cole's offense mostly comes from with the super kicks and even the last shot. He's just stomping away at Adam Cole's right leg. But you do something that's going to injure him and it's, it goes down the line to the next pinfall and the next pin match and the next match. So, you know, it is official to target a body part throughout the whole setup and just go with that. Well, we saw how um, for, uh, how bad the injury affected Baszler in the last match as well with the arm. So, you know, it's going to carry through. And even though she came out with the victory, she wasn't 100%. And that's what Gagano is definitely trying to do now. And, you know, Shayna Baszler had to kind of put herself off her game and change things up. Gagano looked to jump over the top rope to possibly Tornado DDT. Adam Cole, but Cole fine it off. And then Gagano looking for that potentially um, the elevated DDT. Oh! But drags Gagano to the outside and Wheelbarrow suplexes him back first over the edge of the ring apron and that looked very painful. Oh my god, well, the hardest part of the ring. And Cole's leg might be in trouble, but now it's the lower back of Gagano. Huge impact. Cole throws him back in. And then Cole hits a beautiful net breaker. Thinking about things though, Adam Cole has held it all in NXT. I mean, if you're going for the tag team titles in the Freebird role, can champion and our current NXT champion. Uh, success has followed Adam Cole, even though it's taken a long time to get to the top, and it's all about staying there as well. And when he's fighting with someone like Johnny Gagano, who again is who's done it all in NXT, when it comes to North American champion and tag team champion as well, these another, two another neck breaker from Cole goes for a cover, but only a two count. Two. What was you saying? I was at least old. Absolutely, yeah. 
I mean, uh, even Johnny Gagano's had all three, hasn't he? Yeah, as I'm saying, yeah, North American champ, tag champ, DIY, of course. So, so um, can they carry on that kind of success on the main roster when they inevitably move up? Well, the only thing with the whole Gagano back is his height, because, you know, let's not forget when he first came in. Yeah, but how tall's the current WWE champion? I mean, it's Kofi Kingston. He's no bigger, maybe slightly smaller than Johnny Gagano. Yeah, but it took Kofi 10 years. So, I mean, he's he talking about 11, like Gagano. Yeah, all right, you might get a chance, but probably going to be in a decade, you know? So, this is why he's got to no, be careful. I, 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 I don't see that because, you know, especially, you know, since Daniel Bryan, there have been a few smaller champions, and it kind of seems that the WWE Championship is going through its round of having smaller wrestlers representing it. You had AJ Styles, who's not a big guy. You've had... Uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi, you know, neither of them are any bigger than Johnny Gagano. Well, Adam Cole now just trying to wear down Gagano's submission, but Johnny grabs the leg, gets out of it into the ankle lock. But it's a bit, I mean, hopefully Gagano, but like I said, he first came over to CWC. He's known as a cruiserweight with a chumper. He's got that storyline to go on. But out of the two, I see more success for Adam Cole just because of the Undisputed Era kind of group and where they can go from there as well on the main roster. Don't get me wrong, there's no doubt in how entertaining and great Gagano is. But it's just, like you said, that transition. But again, you know, with every great Johnny Gagano, you need someone that's going to be a fawn in his side. It won't work. You know, the Johnny character won't work unless you have got an Adam Cole, a Tommaso Ciampa, that's always going to try and beat him down and say you're not good enough. And then, you know, he proves himself time after time. Without a doubt, Cole came off the second there. Gagano had it scouted. Overhead, belly to belly suplex into the turnbuckle. And now both men finally get to their feet. Cole struggling to stand up, but both men slugging out in the middle of the ring. Both men ducking each other's shots. And Gagano with a huge shot to the leg, taking Cole out, sending him into the corner. Now Gagano starting to speed things up a bit. Rolls Cole up and then plants him in the side of the head with a kick. No, Gagano got thrown on the apron. He came diving in, but Cole had it scouted. Lifts him up for a suplex. Gagano escapes with a knee to the head. Sit out power bomb. A beautiful move there, but only gets two. Two. It's like a blue thunder bomb, that, wasn't it? But it just shows the innovation of both men just trying to new things because they know each other so well. They have it scouted. So you're going to see all these new moves pulled out. Well, Gagano with the forearms and the chops. And now going for ten punches in the corner. Oh, looking for his uh, patented kicked uh, Johnny Gagano but he had it scouted again hung Adam Cole up on the second rope and just dropped all his weight onto that right knee and now Gagano's got the figure four in is that an inverted figure four no it's a normal figure four isn't it mm. and he's got Cole Colt in the middle of the ring <laughs> Cole Colt but he gets shot up at two two and now Gagano with the kicks as well as Cole's just trying to pull his body weight to the bottom rope gets there for a break and we've still not had a first fall yet as both men still very tentative as Gagano grabs the leg. Again, trying the ankle, but a back elbow by Cole. Now he picks him up on his shoulders, but Gagano's fighting off with the elbows. Insiguri, Cole blocks it. Now he's got the wheelbarrow again. And another German into the cover, but Gagano managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Now Cole will go for a suplex, club in the back of Gagano. Gagano manages to go behind, though, dodges Insiguri. Cole misses with a kick. Cole sends Gagano into the second rope, springing back with a clothesline. Blocked. And then Cole with a super kick. Gagano with a kick to the head. Cole responds by chopping down a tree of Gagano. Goes up to the second. And he went for that 
Panama Playboy but, slam off. Oh him. my god, got caught by Gagano. Sit down with him. But Cole managed to kick out. Uh-huh. And a huge NXT chart as the action just keeps heating up. And he's chopped by Gagano. Sets Adam Cole off on that top turnbuckle. And he might be going for that Panama top, but Gagano holding on. Cole lands on the bad leg. Gagano off and uh, knees to the gut from Cole. Mishinoku driver into the pin, but only a two count. Two. Ooh, she's grossy. Now again, both men matching each other move for move. Super kick attempt block. So was Cole's. Close lines ducked and then double close line each other down. Well, it like Cole went for the wheelbarrow there, but Gagano had it blocked, sent Cole face first into barricade, threw him back in. Springboard's over the top rope, catching with a DDT into the cover, but only a two count. Two. Super kick off the edge of the apron. And now Cole's in trouble as he gets thrown back in the ring. Gagano springboarding through, but getting caught with a kick to the head. Cole follows it up with a second to the jaw. Uchi Garushi. <laughs> you sound just like Mario Renato calling that then. Well. Can only get a two, though. Two. Why do you need to go Japanese? We're not fucking watching NJPW. This isn't the Japanese commentary. Why don't you just say fucking neckbreaker? <laughs> Suplex neckbreaker. Suplex. Yeah, the old boing flip kicking head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what Renato Mario's like. Mamma mia! Alright, mate, reel it in a fucking bit. He only fucking DDT'd him. Well, Cole's getting frustrated. He's not the only one. He says Gagano back to the turnbuckle. Now we maybe start to think he can't get the job done. Well, he's shown he can get the job done, but I don't know. Does Cole think he's got something to prove? Does this. Is it not just like Cole is actually overcoming Mr. NXT? I think this is the thing. And on the night, can he get the job done? This is a question that Cole's asking himself in the back of his mind. Is Gagano tonight? Oh, well, hang on a minute, but Adam Cole's going out to grab a steel chair, and if he uses it, he will be getting disqualified. And the referee telling him just that. He's just wasting time now. Oh! Well, distracting the referee while he's getting a chair out, and he just kicks Gagano square in the plums. But somehow Gagano still managing to kick out. Ow! And bad balls and all, Gagano is still in this one. Cole's plan didn't work. And now Cole's picked up the chair. He's going to take a seat and just pose in front of Johnny Gagano as he lays on the floor. And I'm sure every man knows what it's like to have your balls kicked. Well, what a mockery Adam Cole is making of Gagano, just taunting him with a chair. Now he's maybe to swing for the fences. Well, James, I don't want to say it, but I've already told you my plans in a two out of three falls match. I would use a steel chair. Risk getting disqualified for the first one and beat the fuck out of him enough so I can get the next two pinfalls easy. Well, Cole superkick Gagano, but he's back up with a chair. Referee's saying, don't do it. And Gagano's got himself disqualified, giving Cole the first fall. But is it wise from Gagano? Well, like I said, it's the strategy you'd use, but Gagano seems happy about that as well. He knows, he knows he's using my strategy. And now it's a street fight, so anything goes. As he just beats the granny out of Adam Cole with a steel chair. It must have hit him at least eight times. At least 12 times. And the chair was actually broken. And now it's Gagano's chance to have a seat. <laughs> Gagano now saying, that's why it's a street fight. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Gagano just throws the chair at Cole, who's on the outside and dies through the ring out. And Cole now trying to jump over barricade. 
escaping into the fans. We know about the Gagano escape, but Cole's trying to escape from Gagano as he grabs hold of him. Got a fans cut and just bounces it over the head of Adam Cole. He probably paid thirty dollars for that. And the fans who think probably didn't have the best seats can now see the action close up. As Gagano's just dragging Cole around the arena, bouncing his head off everything and anything. Gagano just bouncing Adam Cole's head off anything he can get. Now <laughs> Gagano up. Bang, double X handle smash onto the head of Cole. But does he seem more confident than Gagano? Does he seem... I, I mean, even well, that, you know... You say confidence, he just grabs a fan's phone and takes a selfie of himself with them. He seems more comfortable now. He's, he's got control of this. And like I said, maybe it was game plan all along. Bad and Cole starting to fight back now. As Gagano got a bit too cocky and complacent. Well, Gagano's going to try and suplex, but Cole's fighting off. He's fighting for his life right now. Well, Gagano comes back with a huge super kick. Is this still a fool's count anywhere, or has it still got to be done in the ring? I think it's still got to be done in the ring. But referee's out of him at the moment, just checking. And there's a walk the way around the arena. And now Cole's on the chair. <laughs> oh, gets pushed into all the sound of staging area and that. Cole's still fighting back, doing the best he can. I don't know whether he is just to escape Gagano. Oh, <laughs> and they've made the ring announcer's area collapse. Oh, Gagano jumped across, landed on Cole through the barricade, and it came down like the walls of Jericho. Not allowed to say that word in WWE. What? what? Did he actually say that? Copycat. And now Gagano the announce table, and he's moving all the monitors. He's got the bottle of water, making sure that's safe. Well, the fans want the tables. They're definitely getting them now. Pedigree. Now yeah. Cole dropping to one knee, fighting out, raking the eyes of Gagano. Any means necessary to survive, and now he's got Gagano. Double underhook blocked by Gagano. Oh. Now he reverses it, flips Cole over, sends him into the announce table. Cole looks like he's got a bullseye on his forehead. And Gagano has put a beating on Adam Cole. And any language Mauro Ronaldo sounds like a... And Cole is in serious trouble. And, and anybody thought Gagano might have made a mistake, I think right now with a smile on his face, Cole is completely out of it. Well, Cole really hasn't had a look in in this fall. And Johnny Gagano was looking to climb into the ring, but he says nope. I haven't done enough just yet. And in the eyes of the Dudley boys, Gagano, get the tables. Oh, Gagano's bringing the hardware in. And he just wants to put a hurt into Adam Cole. And I don't know if he's finished just yet. One more table. Hey, listen to me. He's getting another table. Oh, what's better than one table? Two of them. Two. Johnny Tables. That's a new one. Now Johnny just thrown a couple of chairs in as well. We need a ladder. Oh, my word. What a huge shot there by Adam Cole. Was that the last one? I think it was the last one. I think it's Shining Wizard. And now he's got Gagano with a chair there. Shushi Kiroshi on the chair. Goes for the cover. But Gagano kicks out. Ah. What's that move called? The Itchy Bad Rashi. And now Cole's setting up that chair between the top and second turnbuckle. Looking to bounce Gagano's head off that chair set up in the corner. But Gagano blocks it. Fighting back the best he can. Oh my god, trying to pick up Adam Cole. Looking for the snake eyes, but Cole fakes going high, hits low. Gagano fights out. Oh, snake eyes. Oh my god, Cole went straight in there like a javelin. And the chair was the javelin catcher and straight into the Gagano escape. Adam Cole taps almost immediately. Levels things up here. 
And one each as we head into the third and final fall. And we now know it's going to be the steel cage match. But you got to think Cole is on the way out at the moment. Gagano dominating. And all the officials there, they're uh, rushing around to prepare the ring for the uh, the hellacious structure that William Regal's come up with. Yeah, he's got Tony wep- Gagano looks happy to see it coming down. They've got weapons surrounding it. Looks like barbed wire there, steel chairs, extinguisher kendo stick. This is really an asylum they're locked in. And we see the highlights of what we've already seen. Of course, first of all, disqualification. Gagano using the chair. And the second one, Cole goes face first into the steel chair. And Gagano escaped, had no choice. But Cole, using a bit of sense there, tapping out so quickly. And knowing maybe later on he's going to have to hold on for dear life. As the referees are preparing the ring, we get a quick replay of everything that's gone on in the past couple of falls. So, theoretically, Adam Cole hasn't actually won a fall. Johnny Gagano lost the first one and won the second one. Yeah, so I mean, this one to see if Cole can actually pin Gagano, or is he going to fluke his way with the NXT title on the line? And Johnny Gagano has got a really crazy look in his eyes. He sees like all the uh, accoutrement. There's chains, there's chairs attached to the cage, there's sledgehammers, there's ladders, there's everything you could ever imagine. So the steel cage has lowered around the ring. Hired around the cage. This is a question that we're going to ask. That's a throwback to episode one or two. And you can't win by escaping the cage. You have to win via pinfall or submission. And the bell rings and Cole is going to climb, try and go for one of the weapons. Gagano blocks. And now the fight is on. And now both men just trading. Gagano's getting the advantage. Cole with a kick. Gagano springs off the ropes into another kick. Hits a tornado clothesline. And just turns Adam Cole inside out. Now Gagano goes for a weapon, got himself a kendo stick. But a huge super kick by Adam Cole. He grabs himself a kendo stick. <laughs> and we've got a couple of lightsabers going at it now. And Gagano responded with a super kick and now both men trading. And they're just whacking the hell out of each other with the kendo sticks. Both men with <laughs> super kicks. Jesus Christ. And there's two men who just won it. You talk about who wants to be the best. Sorry about that, but as it panned to the crowd, I saw a Spurs shirt in the crowd. <laughs> we got the Yudos. Both men down. Gagano grabbing a chair. Gagano not able to get to his feet, but setting up a couple of chairs. Oh, this is awesome chance. And Gagano's going up and looking at that ladder. Oh, no, Adam Cole fighting him off. Good old William Regal as well, Mr. Regal. Six sadistic son of a bitch as he is. What match could it be? A still cage full of weapons. Oh, my God, Gagano off the ladder. Well, hanging on to the ladder, a lovely scissors takedown. Reverse Rana. We saw Candice LeRae do that earlier. And now Adam Cole just sitting on the chair that's set up. Super kick to <laughs> Cole. One, two, no. Cole managing to kick out. Uh, I don't know what these two guys are going to do to each other. I don't even know if they'll be able to walk at the end of this. They're going to fight forever. I mean, they'll be fighting for about half an hour now. And the fans want them to just carry on. At least 40 minutes this match has been going for. Gagano setting up the table. Gagano's got the table up. Drags it to the... What could be going through his mind here? No, he's looking up high as Cole with a chair responds to the midsection. Cracks over Gagano's back. What's Cole looking for now? Just for another still chair that was hanging up that gave Gagano a chance. Oh, Gagano looking to ram Cole head first into it, but 
Cole turns it around and uh, sends Gagano face first into that steel chair that was dangling from the side of the cage. Now then Cole using a kendo stick as a walking stick to get to Gagano. Oh, and he uses a kendo stick as like a backstabber. Goes for a cover, but only a two count. Two. And you can see the marks of the welts on the back of Adam Cole and Johnny Gagano. And now, oh my God, what is Cole doing? They sap a couple of chairs behind Johnny Gagano. Looks like he's going to try and cause some serious harm as he sets Johnny wrestling up in the corner, perched in a very precarious position. Mm-hmm. Looking for a superplex off that second rope. Well, he's trying to end Johnny wrestling right now. And Gagano holding on for dear life. <laughs> well, he puts the fire inside Cole out. And the fire thing was there, perfect, and he used it. Oh, oh my God! Jesus! Tornado DDT onto the steel chairs that was set up. I think he actually hit the back of one of the chairs as opposed to the flat surface. Oh my God! That could have killed Adam Cole there. Honestly, that was sick impact. Oh my God! Right on the edge. But Cole wasn't fucked up before. <laughs> he will be after that. As Gagano's got himself a kendo stick. He's plain and simply beating the fuck out of Adam Cole. Gagano just putting a beat in the Cole, but he's looking up and, oh my God. He sees something that's caught his eye. It's a sledgehammer. We're talking about Triple H. And now Adam Cole's going up to try and get it. And it's like Triple H's son's fighting over us. <laughs> Which won't be able to use it. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Gagano takes Cole out, but no, Adam Cole managed to kick out. Uh, sunset flip into a powerbomb. Very impressive from Johnny Gagano. Sickening stuff, the impact. Like being thrown out of a moving auto vehicle. Gagano going back up, wants to get that sledgehammer. Finally got his hands on it. Well, a great equaliser, and this will definitely get the job done. Gagano's had a crazy look, and now, more serious than ever... Oh, but response to the incoming Gagano with a super kick. Follows it up with a second. And what the hell is Adam Cole looking to do? The ladder's there. <laughs> simply throws a chair off the top. Luckily enough, Gagano misses, but he hits a Panama Sunrise into a cover. Oh. No, Gagano managing to... Uh, and Gagano is out, but he's still in this match. Got far away look in his eyes. It looks like a war zone in there at the moment. Well, we've had a table set up for a long time, and in the rules of matches where tables are involved, the match can't end until the table has been had someone put through it. Well, the ladder, that's true, that. And the ladder's been set up. Well, I don't know if Adam Cole knows where he is. It's not, you're not fighting for the North American title now. And Gagano's slowly getting to his feet. I think Cole's got the idea. Another Panama Sunrise. Oh, my God. God. Halfway up the ladder, hits the sunrise. One, two, no. Only a two count. Two. And the shock on Adam Cole's face must have been up at least eight feet. At least seven and a half feet. Crumpled to a heap. But he's got the heart and the determination of a champion and a warrior. And that's why Johnny Wrestling is still in this. He probably thinks he's fighting too much of Chumper at this point. And each of these men take so much punishment, but I don't think it's over yet. Well, Gagano trying to get a kendo stick. Cole put his foot against the back of Gagano. Adam Cole looking to put the last shot towards Gagano, but Gagano just falls under his own weight, unable to stay up. The fans shouting yowie wowie as well. I can't believe it. <laughs> now Gagano's face being put on that steel chair. Well, Gagano can't keep himself up, so Cole's going to use a chair to keep Gagano upright. 
as he comes charging towards. Oh no, Gagano moving out of the way. Cole hitting the last shot on the chair. Well, bad leg and all. Where Adam Cole comes back to haunt him. Gagano locks in the STF using a kendo stick for extra face. But Adam Cole biting the thumb of Gagano. That's one way to escape. <laughs> well, it's illegal as a headlock as Cole gets separation now. Oh yeah, this match is so savage, I'm going to hit a tree. Well, Gagano grabs his hammer and so does Adam Cole. Both men fighting off. Oh! Jesus Christ, Gagano with a shot to the ribs with that hammer. I think Adam Cole might have internal bleeding. And this might be it, Cole may be out. Gagano's got the table. Rearranging the furniture. And this is just sick, Gagano. Set up the table now, he's got an idea. And Gagano's getting the other table. Well, Cole's out. Is this a mistake, do you reckon? Setting up the tables rather than trying to just pin, Gagano, uh, pin Adam Cole? I think it is, yeah. I mean, if he locked in the Gagano escape, I don't think Cole would have any other option but to tap out. But I think this is more than the victory for Johnny Gagano. I think he wants to prove a point and make a statement to, you know, someone who he believes is probably the one of the biggest things in NXT at this moment in time. And do you think that's where the story comes from with, like, Johnny Wrestling? If this was Gagano maybe a year and a half ago, he wouldn't have gone to this end to do this, you know, thanks to Tommaso Ciampa and the kind of way he got turned, this is a new side of Johnny. Well, I think, you know, as you say, you know, Johnny Gagano's got to do everything necessary. It's not just winning matches for him, it's proving points, it's making statements, it's showing that he belongs. Without a doubt, and a statement here is Cole's on the two tables, Gagano's going up the ladder. Well, Cole rolls off the tables and uh, just crawls away to the opposite, forcing well, Gagano to climb down the ladder and pursue him. You've got to think how difficult it is for Adam Cole to even breathe at the moment in time. Well, that's going to make it even harder, whacking a kendo stick across your back. And now Cole on a second turbuckle and Gagano! Oh, my fucking God! Fuck! And Gagano with like a Canadian destroyer off the top. Jesus Christ. Still put, can put Adam Cole down. Oh, my God. Well, when in Canada, do as the Canadians do and... Whoa. I think he destroyed half of Canada with that move. What's that all about, eh? The fans still trying to fight forever now. Gagano. What is in that bag? He's got the bag and... Brass knuckles. Fucking hell. William Regal definitely did set this match up. Applies. I thought it was going to be thumbtacks. And where is Gagano going up to the barbed wire? And the razor sharp barbed wire. Gagano's cutting it. Gagano's got himself a piece of that barbed wire. And this doesn't look good for Adam Cole. Absolutely not. As Gagano coming down, taking it to the extreme. And our Cole <laughs> spots what Gagano's doing. <laughs> and I think he wants out of there. Well, you can't win for your escape, but even because that's why the barbed wire's round in the first place. Well, there is Gagano, no escape for Adam Cole. And now he's up, and there's like a kind of table up there as well. Cole's on it, Gagano's chasing him down. And the fans on their feet, the barbed wire in Gagano's hand. Both men fighting in a very, very precarious position. One false move and this could be career ending for someone. <laughs> the fans shouting, please don't die. It's nice they appreciate that, but they're up. They must be at least 15 foot in the air. At least 20 foot up there in the rafters. Now Gagano with a headbutt's got the advantage. And now he's got the barbed wire. going to try and use it to Cole. But can't cut him off! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, both bent down. Through the table. Cole with the arm across. And that is that. 
Oh my god. Well, you winning the matches, you always kind of want a big stunt. <laughs> <laughs> so look at the distraction. Look at the back of Adam Carl. I mean, there's <laughs> fucking hell. Splinters in the back. Well, when how could they take it up a next level? I just think they did. That was unbelievable. They nearly missed. Look at the cut. <laughs> nearly missed the table. Second, first table. Completely missed the first table. Hit the second table. What a match that was. I mean, I don't know where to dissect it from. They're kind of three completely different matches. There we go. A little replay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The impact. Can we see it from Coyote Cam? Oh, my word. We're up here. Jesus. Well, that was unbelievable stuff by Adam Cole and Johnny Gagano. What a great match that was showing that even if it's the first time they have met, they set the standard. But I don't want to say any more because the next time they face each other, they may well kill each other with this one. Dan, what are your thoughts? Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, there was was wondering how things was going to change when... Uh, Chomper wasn't in the picture no more and these two have kind of taken that story and progressed with it and again with Adam Cole you know we, we've always discounted him because he always had some help from the Undisputed Era but he'd done this all on his own um, and Gagano as well you know it's Adam Cole didn't get any winning shots in you know this was Gagano chasing him up there trying to use a barbed wire both of them falling off and it was just pure luck that Cole Managed to drape his arm over Gagano, who is still down and out, as Adam Cole gets assisted out of here by his undisputed era brothers. What an absolute banger that was. All right, so let's just run through the card then for the NXT TakeOver show here tonight. We're on the kickoff show, which is going to start half hour early. It's Breezango versus Lagala Del Fantasma versus Danny Burch and Only Lorcan in a number one contendership match. Now, I love Orkin and Birch. Of course, they're a favourite tag team here on the WNR. And Bree Zang have been very, very entertaining. But I think Legale Del Fantasma have the certain special something. They've been undefeated since they started in XT. They're obviously getting built up for a reason. They've got the Cruiserweight Championship with Imperium, with two hills going against each other. Would they do it? I think there's a chance they will. But I do like Lorcan and Birch as well. And, of course, if they were to win the match, it's going to be very interesting to see. Hopefully, it's going to be very fast-paced and starts the kind of pre-show off with a bang. We then got Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher, which has just been added to it as well. Uh, And this is going to be a very interesting match. Of course, Finn Balor, since he has it kind of failed the experiment, hopefully all the excitement has gone. I definitely think there's a possibility of that. Does he need a victory against Thatcher? I think, personally... Timothy Thatcher has been fantastic in NXT, you know, beating Matt Riddle uh, straight away in their big feud. I think a Vitro Finn Balor tonight sends shockwaves through the NXT roster. Of course, I know we can cross as a big hill, but I think Thatcher is something a little bit different that we haven't really seen, you know. Does Balor need to win? I don't think he does, but a loss will question will put into question a lot about Finn Balor, about where he is and is he really comfortable in WWE as well. It's kind of a weird thing to see. We've got, of course, the ladder match for Johnny Gargano, Velvety Dream, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed for the North American Championship. The last ladder match for the North American title. Absolute banger. There's no doubt about that. Can the same be said? I think we look at giving someone a chance. Gargano and Dream, of course, been there and done that before. 
I think maybe Damien Priest has a chance to shine. Grimes has really impressed me. But Bronson Reed is the man to beat, I feel, in this match. He's got the momentum behind him. And, and I think that would be a great shout to give someone that's not really had that much opportunity. Would I be upset if Damien Priest uh, was to win? I think he needs to. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of comparisons to how Baron Corbin in NXT and what Damien Priest is doing as well. For Gagano, he needs to move up to the main roster. The Velveteen Dream, there's been a lot of trouble about that. That's why I don't think they're going to give him the victory here tonight. And Cameron Grimes, again, would be a pleasant surprise as well. Not many takeovers, although matches that I'm not really... Not look, looking forward to, so to speak, but don't expect that great a match. And this is definitely one. Adam Cole versus Matt Paffey. Pat McAfee is a guy that I you know, didn't know much about. American football's not really my thing. Uh, of course, being in WWE and NXT, and of course, when the angle started, it was quite interesting, and it leads to a match. Is this Vincent Mann maybe having his hands on NXT a bit too much with a celebrity involvement, or is Triple H happy for this? Do we really need it? I don't think Adam Cole can lose. He's the longest reigning NXT champion, and if he does, it would just I think will be quite embarrassing. Can McAfee shock us all and actually pull out a hell of a match? I hope so. I might not agree with it, but let's hope they do deliver. Unless it turns into a Velasquez uh, Lesnar match, which would be horrible for all of us. Uh, Co main event EO Shy versus Dakota Kai for next Women's Championship. I've been really impressed with Dakota Kai. The hill work she's been doing has been brilliant. She's got the arrogance to her. And Raquel Gonzalez is definitely someone who's got the it factor and can definitely change it. And of course, we saw it in NXT laying out EO Shy. Can she play a role? Dakota Kai winning wouldn't shock me as much as maybe some of the other results on the card because I think she's working so well. Io Shai can do no wrong at this moment in time. She is just going from strength to strength and I feel that with Io, just keep going. Don't mess it up at the moment. Don't send her up to the main roster. There's enough about her to keep her strong and entertained and I think this would be a really interesting matchup. And finally, the main event, Carrie Cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT Championship. Now, this is a very interesting matchup. We've seen Carrie Cross just dismantling Tommaso Ciampa in your house takeover and dominating anybody since then as well, taking out Dominic Dijakovic, getting in Keith Lee's head. It all sense and all seems that the countdown is coming to Carrie Cross winning the NXT title. I feel Keith Lee, if he loses the first time round, it's not going to look good. I don't think many, if any, NXT champions have lost it so soon after defending. And I think Keith Lee needs, you know, he can get battered and beaten, but I think he needs to come out a winner tonight. You can build up towards the virus series. You're carrying Cross and Keith Lee again, and Cross getting the job done. But I think right now, Keith Lee needs to come out on top of this one. I think looking over the takeover card, I think it has potential, most definitely. I think the ladder match for that surprised a lot of people, really. Not expecting a lot from Dakota Kai. I think she can definitely hang with Yoshi. And the main event should be great as well. As for the other factors of Pat McAfee, who knows? So that is it. Don't forget, we're across all the social media. At the WNR Podcast, I'm at the WNRJR. We're also on Facebook, the WNR Podcast, and Instagram. Across all the Google platforms, send us an email to WNRPodcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube, WNR Podcast, for all the latest clips and podcasts. got the same time on YouTube as you do SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Stitcher and iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So, that is it. Our next episode is tomorrow night, when we look at SummerSlam from 2015 to 20. We're going to run through the card as well and bring you all the latest news from that but until then i have been james rowlands thanks for listening everybody 
and bye.